What's up, sweet tits? Uh, you got to check out my fall dates all on sale now at SavileCanoComedy.com. We got uh, Toronto. We have Hamilton, Canada, Ontario there. Richmond, Virginia. Hershey, Pennsylvania, second show added. Knoxville. Uh, Atlanta, second show added. Birmingham, Louisville, Evansville, Jacksonville, Tampa, Orlando, Sacramento, San Jose, Santa Rosa. All on sale right now. SavileCanoComedy.com. Merch is up there, too. Uh, yeah, that's my next dates, and that's going to be it for a little while, so make sure you get out there. Thanks, guys. All right, and then this head. Hey, folks, Joe DeRosa here from the Taste Buds Podcast. I got dates. I got dates. I got dates. Go to JoeDeRosaInfo.com to check them out. You can also buy your tickets there. Get all the show info you need. Uh, first up, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Then I will be heading off to San Diego, California. I am also hitting Somerville in Massachusetts. After that, North Carolina and some other stuff JoeDeRosaInfo.com. New dates are being added all the time. And if you're in New York City, come to Joey Rose's. If you're not in New York City and you want to make a trip, come to Joey Rose's. JoeyRose'sNYC.com for all of the info on the spot that serves both alcohol and sandwiches at amazing prices. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 12 p.m. every day. JoeyRose'sNYC.com. Taste buds. They come into the mic, talking about the food they hate, talking about the food they like. Two fools gonna fight, but only one food can be right. Taste. Hey, welcome to <laughs> T-A-S-T-E, Buds. This is a sort of part two. Don't write letters. Yes. Because they will remain unopened. This is a spiritual sequel, as they call it. Yeah. <laughs> We're here to battle McDonald's versus Wendy's. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, McDonald's versus Pizza Hut. But before uh, we do I already beat you with Wendy's uh, McDonald's. Uh, Let's see how Pizza Hut does today. And I love Pizza If Hut. Pizza Hut beats McDonald's and, you, it's, and McDonald's it's goes, insane. if McDonald's goes 0 for 2 in two battles, ooh, I would check their stock prices. <laughs> Fair enough. Because we, we do move the needle here. So you wanted a cliffhanger in the last episode. We ended with that I made a phone call to our friend Steve Bird. <laughs> called Willie Nelson. And to Willie Nelson's granddaughter. Granddaughter. Okay. Pray why tell, do, all of why do you know Willie Nelson's granddaughter? Which, by the way, I have a sticker of Willie Nelson on my weed box. And I told you I started collecting stickers again as an adult. I did her podcast called Music is Funny. It's a great podcast. Uh, What's her name? Her and her bandmate, Ray Lynn. And Ray Lynn she and her, her bandmate, JB, do the podcast together. And they're both great people. They're great people. Anyway, when I was doing the podcast, they brought up that I played drums, and I said, yeah. And they go, um, do you want to play drums on our next single? And I was like, yeah. They asked you that prior to knowing your skill set? Surprised me, too. Yeah, like, what have you got? It was like... Surprised me, too. <laughs> like a... So, yeah. So, I don't know. So, they said, if you can get to Nashville, we'll do it. And I said, okay. So, here I am, suddenly driving to Nashville. Not because of that, but because I thought, well, Steve lives there. I'll go to Nashville. Wait. They asked you to play drums after you saw them that time. Not So, you didn't, haven't played the drums yet? No. no oh, okay, I'm okay. on this road trip. And I'm like, should I go to Nashville? It seems like more fun. Al Jackson says, go to Nashville. Right, right. But you went there, and then they asked you to play the drums? No, no, no. It was before. They asked me on the podcast. They said, if you ever find Back your... when? Got it. A couple so, of weeks ago. So now is the time when you'd be playing the drums. Yeah. 
Holy smokes. So I literally text them and I just go, hey, turns out I'm actually coming to Nashville tomorrow. Are you around? And they were like, yeah, we're around. So I start driving to Nashville. Uh, I drove through Kansas. Kansas was astounding because it was the opposite of Utah. There was nothing obstructing the land in any way. It's just flat land everywhere you can see. And that's where I saw the sunset, truly. And here's what's so interesting, relevant to what that guy said to me about always look behind you. It was setting behind me as I was driving. And the sky was bright red. It literally looked like the cover of like a, of a DC Comics like graphic novel, like where Superman is going to clash in the air. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With like Black Adam or something. Mm-hmm. Like it, was, it looked insane. And then everything in front of me, I could see the dark starting to happen. It was wild. Mm. It was wild. Open road. Yeah. Lightning, however far in the distance. Just It was crazy. That was amazing. And also terrifying, because when it got dark, as I said, Lightning I couldn't crashes. see anything. Yes. And that's the night I slept. I tried to sleep in a uh, hotel again that was hotel, this time $50. Hotel, Holiday Inn. <laughs> I got a $50 room. You got a $50 bill, throw your hands up. You got a $50 yeah. bill, make noise. You, so, what was that one like? Did you sleep on the towels again? I couldn't. I laid there for an hour, and I go, I can't sleep, and I just left. I remember. I remember getting yeah. like. And a, then I went and slept in my car that night. Yeah, that's why you slept in your car. You know, I went. I slept in a motel room once after like the prom, and uh, we all did like at, at the Jersey Shore, and it was so disgusting that I went to the CVS and I bought a poncho. Yeah. And then I cut the poncho open, and I basically laid on like an open garbage bag. Yeah. To, to sleep through the night. Yeah. It's, yeah, so I, I, it's, 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 cra- yeah. So I got to. What was, I mean, what was that, sleeping like, in your car? Would you put it in park and then just put the? You just, stayed in the front seat and put it backward. Yeah, I just tilted the seat back. I had a my friend Amy gave me a pillow and blanket, which came in super handy. And uh, because she thought you would sleep in the car, she's like, you never know. You might want to pull over and take a nap. You might not be able to drive anymore. Very nice, Amy. And it came in handy, and I just and I slept like a baby. Talk to me about Nashville. I got to Nashville. I spent the night with Steve Byrne. Let's uh, spend the night together. You got a song for everything. <laughs> it's a song for you. Thank you. Is it for me or is it for you? It's the name, name of a song. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, I spent the night with Steve Byrne. We had a blast. We went to this amazing old school, like, Frank Sinatra-style steakhouse. We ate this huge meal. We laughed a ton. Uh, we hung out with his wife and her sister and some other comics that were in town. We went to this place. I forget the name of it. It had the best enchiladas I've ever had in my life. I Or empanadas, excuse me, that I've ever had in my life. Uh, it was amazing. It was just a, it was a blast of a night. Next day, I got up, went to the, met the studio. When I wake met, up. Met Ray Ooh, Lynn and JB at the studio, played drums on the song. Uh, wait, wait, so they just taught you the song right then and there? I knew the you song. You weren't rusty? They sent, they sent it to me. They sent me a copy. When was the, the last time you played drums? Here's how much I didn't... I, mean, I, I didn't know you played drums. So how 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 rusty were you on these drums? I knew the song already because they had sent it to me and I was listening to it. It wasn't... But did you practice it on drums? Practice it in my car driving to Nashville. That's insane. I mean, it's like riding in the, the membrane. Bike. I'm not saying like I could have sat there and played Rush. I'm in a push. 
But I mean, you know, I was able to handle this song. Hope I mean, rush. Unless they send it to rush, me. Rush, hurry, all right, hurry, all right, that's love. Enough. That's enough. Paul Abdul. That's enough. Okay. Uh, <laughs> enough is enough is enough. I don't wanna. Okay, go ahead. I know it's a fun game for me. It sucks for me. <laughs> um, anyway, I recorded the song. Then realized, holy shit, I'm like four hours from Atlanta. My best friend from high school, James Pinkstone, lives in Atlanta. His birthday was a few weeks ago. My birthday is in a week. I'm going to drive to Atlanta and celebrate my birthday with one of my best friends in the entire world. This is unbelievable. Why was your schedule so open? I just moved a couple things. I had spots. It was like shit that I was just like, okay, I'm not coming back. Like, right. It wasn't anything like crazy. Right. I, the one Maybe ma- I'm crazy. The one major thing I had to do, and they indulged me, I had a meeting with Q and the crew at the production company. Okay. And I was like, guys, I know I'm supposed to be there. Can I please just do do this over Zoom? And sure. they were like, yeah, dude. All like, I want to do is with my boom, 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 and a Zoom, Zoom. Please stop. Please. I hate it. Stop. In the name of love. <laughs> anyway, I go down to Atlanta. We, my friend Jim and I have the biggest day ever. We just party our asses off. We're catching up. We haven't been able to hang properly in a long time because of COVID and all that shit. This is in Atlanta now. Yeah, this is on a Saturday. Are you staying with him or you got another hotel room? No, I stay with him. He has a spare room. It's okay. He and his wife had a spare room. We had the best time ever, man. It was so awesome. Um, and then on Sunday, that was a Saturday, and then on Sunday around 10 p.m. Now I'm easy. I just was like, no, Sunday night, not morning. I'm easy like Sunday evening. <laughs> I, around 10 p.m., I was just like, you know what? I think I'm ready to... Like, head back. And I jumped in my car, drove through the night, pulled over, at a, at a, again, at a rest stop or a truck stop, slept for a few hours, kept driving, got to my parents' house that morning, got to see my folks. Parents just don't understand. You know? They do, though. They, yeah. they did. Yeah. Got to see my folks. Now, here's the other part. Now you're in, the, in Pennsylvania. Jersey. Jersey. Now, here's the other part of the trip that was happening to me. Maybe it was the transition off the meds. Maybe it was just life. I don't know. I've been very depressed about approaching my 45th birthday. I'm not happy about it. Okay. But so, so then what I Come do on, is I try, happy, drink, I try to happy drink it. I try to drink it away, which is bad. Mm. The exact opposite of what I should be doing. Uh, but this is what I mean with like, I got to face some emotions. I've been crying a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what made you cry last? It's just emotions taking uh, me over. It's, 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 it will be little things that it will be like movie things. Like, yeah. And I do cry at movies, but like I'm talking like, I mean, I watched Big the other night. I was like a mess. Let him cry. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. If the right. tears fall down, right, I'm trying worry. to be real right now. Okay. But I, I to will- be real. <laughs> it's got to be real. 
I know you're doing it because you know what upsets me. <laughs> doing it and doing it and doing it right. <laughs> I represent Queen. She was raised out in Brooklyn. And it is impressive. <laughs> it is impressive. I, I do, you know. No, dude, I've been crying a lot lately. It, and you're missing crying from Aerosmith, which is what you should have sang there. But I've been crying a lot lately, so I took my parents. This is really the end of the story. I took my parents to see Elvis because Steve Byrne told me it was so good. Mm-hmm. I heard that from him. He told me he'd saw it three times. He said he didn't see the actor. He saw Elvis is what he said. Yes. He told me he saw it three times, and he told me the ending like almost haunted him for days. So I was like, all right, I got to see this, because I didn't have any interest in it. So I'm like, that'll be perfect to do with my folks. I'll take my parents to see Elvis. We go to see it. Uh, thank God we, we went so late that we couldn't get three seats together. We had to sit three separate seats. Okay. Thank all, God. All three of you? No one sat next to each other? No. How the, late did you go? The, all, the only seats left together were in the front row, mm. but their back row had three separate. Okay. So we got those. Thank God, because they would have seen thank me. Thank God I'm a country boy. They would have seen me weeping. Multiple times throughout the movie. Throughout the Elvis movie? Throughout the Elvis movie. When the end of this thing hit, I was crying so much that when the lights came on for the credits, I ran like I had to go to the bathroom. It was bullshit. I had to go into the bathroom and finish crying because I didn't want my parents to see me crying because I was so embarrassed. I came out of the bathroom. I'm trying to like make it, my eyes not look red. My mom was like, oh my God, I loved it so much. The ending. I almost start crying again. I walk away for two days after I got back what, to New York. What, 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 was so, what was so emotional? I'm not going to ruin the ending for you. You got to see it. Okay. Well, I know he does. <laughs> you foolish child. <laughs> you foolish, cheap joke child. Foolish hearts. You just you, hear me. You don't deserve to hear the ending of this movie. <laughs> for two days, I'm back in New York. I get back to New York. Which, by the way, was met immediately with my parking garage telling me they're going to charge me $200 more a month because the car is too big. I mean, as soon as I got back to New York, everything that man said to me on the mountain that resonated, I was like, you fucking pieces of shit. You mother Like it was I see you driving around town with the new Bronco, and I'm like, you. All out the window. Listen to me. You have to stop doing that. <laughs> it's making me mad. <laughs> stop doing it. <laughs> mad world. <laughs> I'm really serious. Okay. <laughs> Let's get serious. <laughs> Let's get serious and fall in love. Anyway. <laughs> for two days after Elvis, for two days after Elvis, seeing my folks, when I would talk about it to somebody, I would start crying. <laughs> Whoa. What is in the what, film? Yeah, what is in the film that touched something in you? Do you want me to give you full ending spoiler? Yeah. I don't know because that's also, I mean. All right, as long you got to work it in your sketch. Let's just spoil this. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to do Elvis. I, I was intending to, but I got to be honest. I, I did look at the, like the uh, trailer and it felt a little bit like campy and That's syrupy. what I thought. Yeah. It's like if, it's like if Oliver Stone, JFK style, directed a movie about Elvis. No. It's so no. insane. Like, the way it's done creatively, I mean, 
it's so fascinating to look at. Keep but then feeling it has fascination. All, it has all, stop. Stop. <laughs> it has all the emotion in it that you want. I just want to stop and tell you how I feel about you, babe. Please continue. But you're having fun with it. It's it's a good bit for the audience. If I was listening to this right now, I would have turned the episode off. Really? Yes. Turn the episode <laughs> off. Oh, that sweet sound. Every fourth time, it's funny. It's the three <laughs> getting to the fourth that I hate. But, uh, but what is it that made you cry? Oh, you want to, the ending? Yeah. Well, I'll, several I'll... parts in the movie may, make you cry. What is the idea that made you cry? Like getting older? What is the... Well, there's a thing. I'll tell you what. There's a there's a part where he sings on the 68 comeback special. He's getting pushed to do a Christmas song at the end of the special, and then Bobby Kennedy gets killed. And he's also still reeling for Martin Luther King getting killed, and he ends the special by writing a new song that's a protest song, and then the song just it kills you, dude. It's a real song, though. It's a real song. Yeah, yeah. it's like you actually ended the special with it. And if you watch the real song in the ghetto. No, it's like, I don't even know what it's called. I'd never heard it, but he's like, it, it, you know, it's like. In the ghetto, used to make me cry. Yeah, it's, well, that's a great yeah, song. Yeah. But no, he's like, if I can walk, then I can try. You know, like, it's one right. of these, like, right, right. we've got to be better, right. you know, songs. But the end, whew, the end, it's, it's, you know, you know where it's headed. And it's he's the, in a car uh, at the airport with, at the, like, their private plane with him and Priscilla, like, dropping his daughter. He's, like, giving the daughter back to Priscilla to take. And she's like, please, uh, I might start crying. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do it. No way. She's like, there's a facility. Please go to it because he's so fucked up. And he's like, and he's literally sitting there and he's going, I'm done, baby. He's like, I, I never did anything that was last, and I'm a joke. Like, it's horrible, dude. And then they get out of the plane. It's the last time they see each other, and he goes like this. He goes, the last time? That, oh, because he... Yeah, and, like, th their song him is... Him and Priscilla? In the movie. Uh -huh. I don't know if that in real sure, life. Sure, sure. But, uh, but, you know, uh, that song, uh, I Will Always Love You. I Can't Help Myself Falling in Love. Oh, sure, of course, yeah. I think that might be Wise sort of, yeah, like playing. But he goes, fools. he fools rush in. No, no, no. It's I can't yeah. help. Yeah, I but anyway, he uh, he looks at her and he goes like this, and it's all gray in the scene and everything. And he just goes, "Shall I?" You want to hear this? Or I'm, I'm singing it like no, no, I'm giving no, you yeah, a, like yeah. a, a score underneath. Yeah. yeah, like to make it emotional. Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, no, no, no. Don't. No, no, no. no. The filmmaker knew what he was doing. This wasn't it. I thought I would. I thought I would make it a thing right now for us. The uh, <laughs> no, he goes like this. He goes. He he he. They're on the runway. And he goes like that, and it's fucking. <laughs> I know, dude. It's getting me right now. Yeah. And he gets on the plane. He waves to her. It's brutal. Oof. Then he flies off. I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm crying. <laughs> He's crying. Holy shit, dude! He flies off, and then uh, uh, Tom I Hanks. I just want to fly. Tom Hanks, who plays Colonel Parker. Uh, he's he's doing the. He's like narrates it. And How are his jowls in that? Tom Hanks is incredible. Okay, the kid is incredible. They're both. They're fucking. Everybody's phenomenal. Anyway. T, T says, I, six weeks later, I saw Elvis sing for the last time. 
and he goes, he couldn't even stand, and it shows. It's a real video. Stand I've in the it. place where you live. Oh God, dude, please. Uh, he's he. It's a real video. You can see. Whoa, Jesus! It's a real video. You can see it online on YouTube. But he's playing. He's playing um, Unchained Melody on a on piano, and he's singing it. He's forgetting the lyrics, right? Oh, he okay. nails it, and that's like what's so miraculous. Okay, is because he was at a state physically where he could barely stand up. He was so fucked up, and he nails it, and it's beautiful. But he looks terrible, and they start for the first time in the movie intercutting the actor with the real thing. Oh yeah, and dude, you're just it, it's. Oh my god, it's that good. <laughs> I wasn't gonna see it. I wasn't gonna see it. Wow. It's brutal, Sounds dude. And then, it, and then it starts playing like the Elvis died. Nope. I was going to see Nope first. And then, of course, the last line is Elvis has left the building. Uh, dude. I, so this, the map that I'm crying right now is nothing compared to what happened to me in the theater. I am telling you, dude, I had to run to the bathroom because I was wow. like, I'm a... I'm going to run to you. I'm a blubbering mess. I saw Nope last night, by the way. I oh, you it. did? How was it? I thought it was good. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, it was fine. As a horror, like it's got that, some scary part. It's like it's like signs, but not as good as signs. Signs, signs everywhere. Are signs, fucking on the system, breaking my mind. Do this. I mean, don't friends, do one of his that. best Can friends in the world literally crying. Instead of saying like, "Why do you think you're crying a lot lately?" Let me think of the next song I can sing. This is the friendship. This is the friendship you get. This is the friendship I deserve. That's I don't deserve what friends better than you. Are for, <laughs> for good times. By the way, you cried at two Tom Hanks movies. Huh? You just cried at Tom Hanks. I know. Hanks, then man. I watched Big the other night, and I was a fucking mess. Yeah, Big, Big is, is, is one of my favorites of all time. But I was a mess at... at it, here's the thing, though. I'm a mess at things. Like It's not just like the Elvis thing was sad, right? Heartbreaking. It's not just that. Heartbreak it's, Hotel. It's like... It's like things that anything that's like sentimental, people making up on camera, like big. It was the it was it was like when the two, oh my god I'm gonna cry again wow. when the two kids are walking down the street the end when they're together again yeah oh my god together again oh god. I know I can't take I know. turning forty five yeah. I can't handle no, it no dude I know I know dude I can't I've been handle doing it. this I've been having we were going through the crisis. Is this what it is? It is. It's the midlife? It's the midlife. I can't believe I'm even saying that, but it is. We're having the midlife. I mean, we're halfway to 90. Now, when's the last time you cried, so? I tried yesterday, today, something like that. (laughs) Maybe this today. Tom Hanks movie? (laughs) No, no. Just the thought of Tom Hanks will have me (laughs) weeping. I cry often. Oh, my God. I'm I'm an emotional fellow. Especially lately, I, I, coming off a weird couple of years and going into some stuff, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I try to keep in touch with my. I try to keep mental inventory, and remember, a lot, there's a lot of stuff to, that that scares the shit out of me. Remember, in big when he throws the ball when he goes home. Yeah, right before he goes back to his girlfriend, and he goes, "I want to go home." Yes, and she doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't believe him. Yeah, because it's so crazy. Zolta, Zoltar, right? Zoltar. Zoltar. Yeah. Forget-me-nots is, is playing when they're on the trampoline, right? Yes, when he walks in his house, 
opening the door triggers the big apartment is inspiration I have for my own apartment. Even. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I was one of that too. My, I had a loft in L.A. that wasn't flat. It was it was like yours here. I had a loft in L.A. and I made it kind of like as much like like I had multiple arcade games in it and like I, it like was, why do people get so adult with their furnishings? The, the house should still be a fun house, in my opinion. I agree, but sometimes somebody... Like, the other day, we had, a, we had a Can I Kick It meeting, and I was on Zoom, and they trashed me for the way my apartment was... Well, you have a lot of memorabilia and things but that we collect, fun. which is... it's If you had a bigger house, you'd probably have that in your den or your basement. Right. You know, but it's... it's 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 But it's what you like and what you use. Al Jackson said my... Ap- <laughs> this is so funny. He said my apartment looked like I had a 15-year-old son that died. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we didn't change anything. <laughs> That's so funny. Al. It hurt. It really hurt me. It hurt me like in my heart. Because I was like, he's right. It does look like that. I got to get an office. Oh shit! <laughs> I got to get an office to put my stuff. In. I'm trying to get a fire pole in in there now. Dude, not in, in your, your office. Yeah, you know, fire pole in the you know in the other thing. Oh I'm wow! To put a, did I tell you that? No, I didn't tell you that. You, you're you're going to be a pole guy to get from the first floor to the second wow. floor. I'm in one area of the house. Are, have you been known to go down a pole? No. Okay. Not really. It's a brash decision. It's not, it's not like a stripper pole. It's a fire pole. Well, hmm. well, if you want to strip on it, <laughs> I'm not going to stop anybody. What inspired that? <laughs> uh, big, like being fun. I don't know. It's just a fun idea. We should have a big viewing party with you two. We're that'd be fun. A viewing party of what? Just record it and put it out. You guys reacting to Big in real time. Oh, I would love that. I, oh, I haven't seen it in so long. I used to watch it endlessly. My apartment now, you, you guys know, I have a, a basketball hoop in it. Yeah. Uh, I have a swing, some arcade games. I have some bubblegum machines. I, I got yeah. like, I don't know. There's, I just try to have fun. You're like Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. There's a like scene. There's a scene in Big that is so insane. <laughs> I can't believe it works. Wow. I can't believe it works. It's hilarious where he calls his mom to be to, because he's she thinks the kid has been kidnapped, and she he calls his mom to yes, pretends like he's the kidnapper just so he can let her know he the yes, kid's okay. Yes, and he's at work, and he's like, "I just want you to know he's okay." Da, da. And then she's like, "He's like, you can I can't let you talk to him, but you can ask me a question only he could answer." Yeah, and then he goes. He goes, she goes, what did I sing to him as a baby? And then the joke, it's supposed to be funny because Tom Hanks is like, don't you want to ask him something else? Because he doesn't want to sing it. Yeah. And then he starts singing it and it's hilarious. And John Lovitz plays his like cubicle neighbor. Yeah. And John right. Lovitz is looking at him like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? What? And that is cross cut with the mother devastated crying that yeah. her son is missing. Yeah. And. But the takeaway is, is that it's funny. Like, <laughs> right, it's right. such a crazy scene. I was yeah. like, "Holy shit, man!" What was that song that he sings with the kid? Um, the that like, ooh, I'm walking. Shimmy, down. shimmy, cocoa. Bro. Yeah, shimmy, shimmy. Sh- yeah, that's what he sings to convince the kid. Shimmy, that shimmy, shimmy, cocoa pop. Yeah, shimmy, shimmy, rock. I said it. I said, I said it. it. I saw you. I was credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm hot. Slap me in the stomach three more times. They nail the beginning sequence of of them together. The two kids. Who's Elizabeth Perkins? Yes. She follows me on Twitter. But I've never met her. She does? Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. She's, I followed her and she followed me. Wow. And then she's liked some of my tweets. But anyway. Really? 
Um, sh- they we're, they nailed. Where are we? We're about thirty minutes. All right, we got to get to the battle. Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is crazy. Part three. I mean, yeah. <laughs> want to go part three? Joey's birthday extravaganza part two, and then we'll go into the battle in part three. I love episode one is your road trip. Episode two is you weeping. I'll do it. I mean, let's have fun. We're having fun. I'll do it. I know if you came for a battle, it's just it was Joe's birthday. We decorated. He's been gone for weeks. He's having a a, a crisis of conscience. No. Mm-hmm. You're having a midlife cry with doing that. He drove across country. There's stories aplenty. Yes. And, you know, I'm engaged. And uh, I know that's, I, I, look, I don't know if, so, I don't know what, in, in, the, in the pie chart of what people tune in for, or the Venn diagram, I don't know how much of it is just us. People are also. A battle of foods or. People also like to, like, they will, the fans will write and say, Please do a second podcast where you talk about music, or please do a second where you talk because we like hearing you guys talk about this stuff. So I know there are people that will appreciate this conversation. I hope it, I hope people aren't like no battle, nah. I we would I have mean, do to have the most fickle, but we do unfair I, yeah, but fans it's, it's in the world, which we don't. Oil, uh, the squeaky wheel, right? There's a, the, the, the the masses are not the squeaky people. The masses will have, will have a, a nice time seeing you and I catch All right, up this is our and first talk ever about our real life. So, Pimp, let's bill it as our first ever three-part episode. Part, Joe's birthday extravaganza, part one, whatever we call part two, and then the third episode is the battle. It looks okay. like he's double-fisting cocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't going to say it because, you know, sometimes we have people that watch that maybe oh, we sorry. shouldn't say that for. But. I know. I met some of them. Did I tell you when we had the kids? at the? I did. The kids that came to Joey Rose's with their parents to get lunch? <laughs> nah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, they were welcome. Well, not kid. Not kid. They were like 12 and 14. They were with their parents, though. You're a child. How nice is that, though? on your knees. That's great. I love that. I love it was that. so sweet. I was like, That's this so is amazing. Sweet. I never thought in my life I'd have a 12-year-old fan. You know? Enjoy yourself. Take only what you need from it. Isn't that kids? By MGMT? Oh, I love that song. Kids. Oh, wait. Let's get back to big. Yeah. Let's get back to big. Speaking of kids, they nail what it was like for us. I love it when they call me big, They Papa. love No, no. Nothing big, to do with it. Big. No, too late. Now it's too late, baby. Now Can we have a conversation? Can we have a conversation? We... Can we have a conversation? A little more Can we have a... a little bit of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they nail what it is like to be a kid. Our our age bracket. Like it was the, my favorite movie for when, years. When we grew up, that sequence, when it's like they're playing stickball and they're pretending they're doing the baseball announcers. Yep. They're riding their bikes. They see the girl that he likes. Yeah. The thing that, that like blew me away that I'm sure as a kid I took for granted, and when I saw it now, I was like, holy shit, yes. When he's looking at the new baseball cards... And he's going, got it, got, got it, need it, got it, it need it, it, got it, got it, it got it. it, it. And like the f- the fact that there was a time where you could have, like where that would, I would have had it all memorized. Like I would have remembered every single baseball card I owned. I, I, I lived that. Yes, that's I knew, what I'm saying. I, I, I knew every one. I'm talking a thousands of them. Yeah. I knew what I had. It's I was obsessive. Crazy. I used to sit in my room and make lists and make piles of duplicates and who I needed and who I could trade them for and what the value of them was. Remember getting the baseball card price book guides? Yeah. I don't even know if they, that, that exists the price anymore. price guide, yeah. I heard, I heard, and maybe you can look this up, but correct me if I'm wrong. Better. 
What's better than help? Better help. Better help, better help, better help. Folks, you got to take care of your mind, all right? Especially in this insane environment we are living in. Things, the outside world seems to be getting crazier by the day. Uh, and a lot of us feel that. A lot of us are in this existential, you know, drift, uh, you know, after COVID and, 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 or, and still during COVID. And it's just a crazy world. Uh, and there's a lot for us to take in. And, and you know what? The last thing you need to do is pressure yourself on why you don't quite understand it or why you're not able to maybe work some of the mental stuff out on your own. You shouldn't have to. Help is okay. And help from better help is pretty, pretty great. All right? This is, this is, this is therapy geared to help you in any way you need it need to access it I've, I've been in and out of therapy my entire life and i and i'm a fan of therapy but it's a very bureaucratic process it can cost a lot of money it can take a lot of time uh i i'll be honest with you i had my therapist tell me recently that there is now a waiting list uh at the clinic she works at and that if i were to halt treatment for a certain period of time meaning a few weeks uh, I would lose my spot in line and it would go to somebody else and I would probably not have a chance of getting back in for, who knows, six months, a year. This is, come on, this is not the way we should all be living. We deserve the help we want and that's it. It's that simple. Better help is here to give it to you, all right? It's online therapy offered through video or phone or live chat, okay? You don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. It's more affordable than most in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist another 48 hours. This is all catered to you to get you what you need now, not later, now. Our listeners are going to get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash tastebuds. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash tastebuds. Again, 10% off. Go now. Betterhelp.com slash tastebuds. Folks, let's talk about one of our sponsors, Bespoke Post. Take your summer adventures to the next level with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. That's what I love most about these guys. They're not only sending you a box of cool stuff, which there are services out there that do that, uh, you know, and it's a great, cool new industry that's out there. But Bespoke Post is making it their goal to, to partner with small businesses. I love mom and pop stuff. I love small businesses. I love the unique products and services you can get out of those small businesses, things that you never would find in a big box store. And I love that Bespoke is really focused on that. It's so cool because a lot of these small businesses exist in places where you might not access them or come across them. Who knows? You know, the internet is great and convenient. It can't bring you everything. Bespoke Post is trying to help make that a little easier for you, which I think is so cool. Like there's a knife in the terror box that's made by a company called Bare Bones based in Salt Lake City. Uh, there's another knife called the Damascus. Uh, it's made by but Buck and Bear Knives located in Pennsylvania where I'm from. Uh, I'm laughing because I just love these these unique little places, these these companies. Little, I don't mean that, you know, they're, they're, they're mighty. They're small but mighty. Hot sauces. 
from small brands all over the country, including places from Texas, Nevada, California. This is just so cool. This is the kind of stuff you'd find, like, when you're, you know, window shopping on a road trip or something, and they're putting it into a box and sending it right to you. Box of Awesome has everything in it that you need for the summer. It's got tons of cool stuff. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. You're going to answer some questions, and then they're, that, that's going to help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Each box is valued at around $70, but you only pay a fa- fraction of that price. Plus, with each Box of Awesome, awesome You're supporting, again, small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. That's so cool. So get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code TASTEBUDS at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com using promo code TASTEBUDS for 20% off your first box. boxofawesome.com, code TASTEBUDS. I heard that baseball card, the industry as a whole, something went south. It took a full nosedive, and they found out that a lot of things that they were saying were rare, which would bring the price up, indeed was not true. And the whole thing had a reset, and, a, and most baseball cards lost all of their value, and the market came crashing down. Ugh. That is what I heard. The cards are worthless now because nobody's buying. Um, but did you know there are still baseball card shops? No. They're still collectible love baseball those. cards. Dude, are you kidding? Like, that was my life. So I just did, I just did, I just did a uh, audio book with the Special Thing Records. Um, I don't know when it'll be out, but we just recorded it. But it was all the op-ed pieces I wrote for Penthouse over like a year and a half about like societal stuff. What? <laughs> when did when did you write op-eds for Penthouse in the middle of drum solos? When I li- <laughs> When I, lived, when I lived in L.A. What life did you live? There are worlds to me, babe. There are worlds to me. op-ed pieces for penthouse? Yeah. For two years, I did. He's a penthouse. How? You're finishing my song now. You're getting into it. I wrote, I wrote, short, horror, I wrote short horror fiction for them, too. Or for for a, penthouse? A couple, couple different places. For Fangoria and for other... Yeah. But... Fa, fa... Fangoria. Oh my god. So I but I so we did a recording, we recorded all me reading all of them. Like for a record. Like for like an audiobook record. Right. Unbelievable. But the intro to the record, I wrote a special intro for it that set up why these writing for Penthouse meant something to me. And it was about this is circling back now to whatever. It, It was about um when I was a kid, the Collegeville, that was the town I grew up in, the Collegeville newsstand. And the Collegeville newsstand was just that. It was a newsstand. It was when you had to buy your newspaper or magazine as a thing. It was There was no such thing as digital. Sure, tangible, right. Tangible. And they had comic books. Uh, that's the word I'm looking for. Physical copy? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, Hard copy. Yeah. Not tangible, uh... Not palpable. Uh, go ahead. Anyway, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a uh, tactile. Not tactile. What's but the word for? I don't know. Okay, but they had, uh, they had comic books. They had every magazine you could ever think of. Yeah, they had comic books, and then they had nudie mags. Which, when you're like 11, you're like, oh, 
That's like sure. Valhalla to try to get to the nudie mag section. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? But like we had in the one shopping center, there was the Collegeville newsstand. I love. And then the there was a, there was like the collectible shop where the guy had baseball cards yep. and all that. So you go to the newsstand, you'd buy the comic books and the baseball cards, and then you could go to the collectible shop. It was a whole thing. It was a lifestyle. It was a lifestyle. Yeah. It was like I you were it. on a circuit as yeah. a kid. You were on the circuit. I was talking about There was a 7-Eleven right there. She so could go get your candy, you and Slurpee. You ran the, you ran the ah. whole thing. I know. Nothing was better. And here's what I think. I think that we're just all nostalgic for that time in our lives. And so everyone's... That stuff means something to you and I where it doesn't mean anything to anyone today. But we feel like it's the reason that we... St- at a certain point, you kind of, unless you're really, really into it, but you kind of stop listening to music because you grow a little more out of t- or things like music in this day and age. I have grown out of, I've grown further away from the most re- like new music because I don't listen as much. And when you don't, it's, it's almost like when like I, my heart's not in the music right now. Right. Like, you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. I, I'll discover a new artist, a new band, I'll flip out. But it's not like when we were younger where you knew Everything that was relevant, everything that was out, everything on the radio, everything on... You just knew everything to an extent because you were of that time. Like, right now, I hear a song I don't like, I turn it off. Like, I just don't listen to it. And then, I, you know, I'm always like, well, why don't I just listen to the stuff that makes me feel good, that makes me feel nostalgic, the stuff that I know, the stuff that I love, or dig to find new music of that era than to listen to the shit that's on today, which is the age-old thing of, like, the old people being like, ah, turn that garbage off. But it's true, and it's no one's fault but just psychology and life. That's interesting because what happens... In, to me, what happens is you you can skip past something so quickly because there's so many options, right? You're not forced to listen to anything anymore. There was a time where you were forced in the sense forced. of like all you had in the car was a radio. That's it. Maybe a tape deck. Also, music was right? so much more communal, I, th- I feel like. Sure, that. sure. But like, but my point is, is when you're driving and FM radio is the primary option for entertainment... You find your, and also switching stations is not just, doop, 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 doop. it's like you had to turn the dial and everything. Oh yeah. When all of it becomes that complicated, suddenly you're you're locked into something. You don't feel like changing it because it's a process, right? Or it's a hassle. And then you suddenly are going, you know what? I like that song. Uh, I've, heard, I've listened I wanna, to it enough. I've come around on Yeah, yeah. That happened to me. For the first time in a while, in a record store, because I saw, and I, of course I can't remember the name of the band now, but I bought the record. But I saw a record in a record store in, don't you dare, in Nashville. You could you remember you said you couldn't, you don't remember the name of the band. Right. I had one for that. But I Are you going to do a D12, my band? They don't even know the name of my band. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. I was going to do band on the run. Mine was better. It was. Because you're getting... You know why? Can I be honest? Why? Stop playing the game. Because you're getting greedy. Honesty. Because you're going for every... You're going for every... You're going for every play. You're not picking your spots. Pick your spots. Remember that? Did you ever see that clip? From who? Milton Berle and Richard Pryor. Where Milton Berle says, like, his sister died or something terrible. And Richard Pryor laughs because it's awkward. And then Milton Berle goes, I told you once, I'll tell you again, pick your spots, baby, pick your spots. And Richard Ryan goes, okay, sweetheart. It's very awkward. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, that wasn't a great story. You, anyway. were, you, you were happy this was happening on the radio. Here's the other no, thing. I mean, no, 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 no. I'm in a record store. <laughs> a record I store. see a record cover and I'm like, man, that record cover is so cool. 
I was like, I'm just going to listen to the record while I'm here. And because I was listening to it on my headphones and I was distracted, right, by digging through crates or whatever I was doing, I wasn't like, eh, eh, you know what I mean, judging it. And then all of a sudden, I looked up and I was four songs in and I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to buy this record. And I was like, if I, if I had just done what we all fucking do, which is... I'm in my apartment. I'm going to put this on. You hear 30 seconds. You go, ah, no, 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 no. Next, next, next. Oh, fuck it. I'll go back to the thing I already like. You know what I mean? That's why actually the last couple of years, daily almost now, I, the way I consume music in my home is records. I yeah. pick an album and I let it play through. I just got the, it's in the mail today. I'm so excited to get it when I get home. I got the hookup so I can hook my record player up to my Sonos now, which is going to be awesome. I love it. Yeah. Remember when you would drive? Well, also there was like, okay, this is K-Rock, is alternative rock. This is easy listening. Mm -hmm. This here is Hot 97. It's hip hop. And then you got like classic rock. And it was like, there was like five stations. You know what I mean? That was all you yeah. had. And I remember driving in the car. Like you ever, like you ever driving somewhere and like other friends are in other cars. You're kind of driving together wherever it is. Like not a road trip, but like my friend would like, like pull up at the car and like or or like, a, I guess it was text. Yeah, text me and be like, uh, turn on. You know, turn on 103. You know, turn on 1057. This this song's on. Yeah, yeah. And you turn it on, or you like pull up to a light. And then the person right next to you or on the other side of you is last in the same song you were. I remember. They don't do, they can't do I that. I remember anymore. my friend Jim that I stayed with in Atlanta that I was talking about. He loved Green Day when Green Day like first popped. Sure. And I remember there was a movie called Angus and Green Day did a new song on the Angus soundtrack. I can't remember the name of the song. And I remember we were in his car and it was playing on the radio. And I wasn't, I liked Green Day, but I didn't care as much. And I remember right when the DJ was about to go, the name of that song is I Switched the Channel. And, dude, he turned to And I wasn't... I just... Just out of carelessness. Uh, no, nah, I wasn't being shitty. And he looked at me and he goes, I could kill you right now. Because it was like, dude, like... I No I, internet. I have to figure out no, how to hear this no again. No Shazam. Now. Yeah. No internet. You got to hear it again and then wait and be like, who is it? Yeah, you remember when you were listening you were like, oh, and you had to wait for the DJ to be like, that was a new... Yeah. My Green Day. Did you ever see the Married with Children about that? No. Where he gets the song. Love and marriage. <laughs> he gets that song, Go To Him, stuck in his head. Oh, Go To Him. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Mm -hmm, him. Him. It's my favorite yeah. episode. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, folks, we got a new sponsor, Prize Picks. You like daily fantasy when it comes to sports, placing entries, player projections? Well, Prize Picks is your spot. We're talking daily fantasies, as I said. We're talking making entries on the prize picks, player projections. All right? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Here we go. Let's get into it. Maybe you got a thought referring to a game where you say, yeah, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes to throw for more than 320 passing yards or, and, uh, and Derrick Henry to rush for less than 85 yards and Cooper Cup to score more than uh, 0.5 touchdowns or Tyreek Hill to catch less than 3.5 passes, whatever. Let's get into it. The prize picks, making it easy, all right? Fun stuff, all right? So how does it work? You pick two to five players, and if they will go score more or less, and your prize prick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on an entry. Woo! I love it. I don't even understand sports, and I understand that. And it gets me excited. 
All right? Because what I do understand is winning, folks. And I'm a winner. I don't care what you say. (laughs) You're not competing against other people, which I like. I like taking people out of the equation whenever possible. It's just you versus the projections available. It's safe and fast on the withdrawals. All right, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. I like it. Anyway, download Prize Picks, the app, or go to prizepicks.com and sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code TasteBuds. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50 when you use TasteBuds. That's your promo code. Use TasteBuds at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks! But every time they play it, he catches the end of it, and they go, "That was one. That was that was song number six in a list of three hundred a row. Here we go." Because like, that was every radio station back then. Right, it was right. like that became the gimmick. Like we're going to play this Countdown. many in a row, but before you oh, won't sure, hear commercials. Sure, 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 yeah, right, commercial right. free. Yeah, yeah, because you people relied on it. Yeah, it's so wild, man. What a different time. Remember they used to do the whole weekend. Like, if it was 4th of July weekend, we're like, all right, we're counting down the top 580 songs of all time. You know? Dude, remember this? And I used to listen. I used to listen to it like we watched TV. I'd be like, oh, my God, they're counting down the top 580 songs all weekend long. Remember before you could buy TV shows on DVD complete and networks would do full weekend marathons? Was and- that a thing? I remember, oh like, oh my god, dude! It was always a. I think Fourth of July was every Fourth of July. Sci-fi they did that channel. with my show, actually. It's awesome. Yeah, Sci-Fi Channel would do the Twilight Zone marathon. Yeah, and it would be like seventy-two hours straight of the Twilight Zone. And I remember I would I put a tape in and tape it. Player. I, I would tape it, and then like I remember when I got I remember when I got the box set. I've 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 re-upped several times because it's my favorite TV show of all time. But when I got my first Twilight Zone box set of the original DVDs, and it cost like two hundred fifty dollars, it was and it was like the the way most I ever spent on any piece. But of you felt like you were owning the IP, like you had everything at your disposal. It was such a powerful feeling, dude. Like it, I own, I can at will. It was the thing at will. I can watch every single Twilight Zone at will. Now yeah, it's like. There's no chase anymore. Yeah. I there agree. Is it though. Like, if I wanted to watch every single Twilight Zone episode ever, if you gave me, like, five cl- taps on my phone, I would have yeah. it. It's crazy. I remember, being on, I remember being on Opie and Anthony once, and Anthony was sitting there with a thumb drive, and I go, what's on that? And he goes, all of Seinfeld. Do you know how big my box set is at home? And I was like... I remember being like, holy shit, you can do that now? one through nine, like, this big. Yeah. They sold it again, yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, it, it was like, and now that would seem like, I cares? used to I used to rush home from delivering pizza because, like, I, I, my shift was 5 to 11, but, like, if it was slow, we'd pack up and maybe get out of there by, like, 10.30 or 10.45 even. And I lived, like, eight minutes away so i would like jump in my car at 10 45 race home so that i could hit record at 11 o'clock for the seinfeld that was on that night really and i did it every single night and i had like 10 vhs's fill like six hours of vhs and i then had a ledger that i would write the which episode it was so i can go and like if i want to watch a specific episode Do you still have that i do we should put it up for auction 
The Volcano Seinfeld. I have, I have, I have, I have a lot of it actually. That's so sick. I know. Where do you keep all this shit? I recently got every single one of them digitized because I didn't know because it was a mixture of I didn't know it was on them and like there was some old home movies yeah, and this and that. So I got them all done and categorized and I, th- I think. Oh, maybe I after that, maybe I got rid of, I did, maybe after that I donated a lot, but I still have a, a handful. You guys ever record over anything by accident? Yeah, man. Yeah. I still have, I still have, along with this, and I will never auction it off unless I can get it digitized. I have three VHS tapes at home of Yom TV raps. Oh, hell of, yes. Like I rap music- video after rap yeah. video after rap video. I have music videos, not rap, mostly a rock but I, I used to record music videos, too. I have tapes of full VHS of all rap videos that, yeah. like, you probably couldn't even find on YouTube at this point. That's cool. That's a fun thing to throw on at a party. And then all the interstitials with Ed Lover and Dr. Dre. That's, yes. I think I have the one where, I think I have the one on tape where the fucking cast of Juice comes in. Wow. Whoa. And they're all, like, joking with Tupac. Wow. And they're like, you're kind of scary in this movie, man. And he's like, ah, man, you know, whatever. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, like, it's crazy. That's how Tupac sounded? <laughs> well, for the bit. Yeah, yeah. For the sake of the bit. Do you guys have home videos? I'd love to watch I, some home videos of you guys. Oh. We never oh, had I don't a video. I have too camera. many of myself young. I have like home videos for the last like 15 years, 20 yeah, yeah. But not of myself young. I'd have to locate them. There was like, there was a couple short ones because we didn't have that growing up. I just remember being on one of them when, when my sister was a baby. So you're talking 30 years ago. I did have like, I ta- accidentally taped over. Um, so we had the one that went over the shoulder. I don't know if you know this. You put a full VHS cassette in it, and you held it like this. The bazooka. Yeah. yeah, with the like the shotgun, like the shotgun yeah. on the front. And um, my mom used to bring it to like my hockey games in high in high school, and like in the stands. And I she caught it. I scored a goal, and I had it on tape, and I taped over it. Uh, yeah. uh, and, uh, I have. I don't have videotape, but you know what I do have that my mom made me two Christmases ago. A coffee table sized book that she made documenting the first like twelve years of my life, what? with like picture after picture and like that's amazing. It was one of the nicest things anybody's ever done. And she's working on a second book. She's Part she's two. doing a series. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, she was laughing. She's like, the second half there's not as much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're not taking pictures every ten seconds. But yeah, it's like it's like everything through of me through like eighth or ninth grade. What does VHS stand yeah. for? Let's find out. But VCR a is good, a video a cassette good, recorder. Yeah, VHS. That's a great question. I never asked that question. Are we are we gonna take guesses first? Video something. Home. Video home system. I was gonna say system. Oh my god, I guessed that. But home. I was like, it couldn't be system. Yes. Video home but it system. Is. So that this is a VHS. No, but that doesn't make any sense because a VCR is the apparatus. That's why the VHS I, is the tape. So why is the the tape called a video home system? It's not a system at all. I think it just means to to work with a video home system. You know what I mean? Just marketing. It says here. It's a great letter. It's great letters. I did want to run this past you guys. Where are we? We're at like 45 minutes. Okay. All right. The two-part. Not as much of a three-part. Three-part birthday extravaganza episode. But this is a good place to end because now we're going to go into the battle in the next episode. We are. We are. McDonald's launches new McFlurry sandwich. Now, this is something that our friend H. Foley of our your garbage 
would say is McDonald's going Hollywood, as he put it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He said with Taco Bell. Uh, I think this is great, though. I mean, the McFlurry, look, we got a McFlurry here. It's thick. It's ice cream, right? It's not really, it's not a drink. It's That's a dessert. That's a great photo. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. That looks appetizing. And they're putting it, I love what they're doing here because they're putting it, now I argued against the Chip Witch, but what I like is going on here is they got a flavored ice cream or an ice cream with things mixed into it, chopped up and mixed into it, blended in. And they're putting it between two, you can tell these are chewy cookies. Yeah. This is this this to me is like this is probably a magical experience. Would you agree? I would like to try it. And it's fun. There's Oreos and Chips Ahoy. Did they spell sandwich? Oh, I didn't even realize, Pimp. That's what you were doing. It's Oreo ice cream in between Chips Ahoy. No, it's not. It's Chips Ahoy. It's an well, I mean, or chocolate chip cookies. Oh, it is Oreo ice cream though. What you took in a that's a. A double law. No, did I lose? No, I did lose. I lost on the chip witch, right? I lost on chip witch. You won with no. Classic, you won. I thought you won with classic ice cream sandwich. You I think. did. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Um, did they misspell sandwich? Is there an H in sandwich? You know, this bugs me too. Hot freestyle. Go to Hot Freestyle's profile. They write McBroken Machine because there was that period eight years ago where McDonald's saw uh, uh, milkshake machines were having a hard time, but. Wait, go to the top. I just want to see who this is. Media News Company. It's like, why are you still firing shots? Why are you taking shots? Well, have you seen what Radio Shack's doing? It's just crazy. What? They're taking shots at the king. They're trying to stay relevant. Radio Shack, like, put their Twitter on the intern and is just tweeting crazy shit. But now they're selling NFTs. Yo, Radio Shack, I got problems with. <laughs> I got multiple problems with Radio Shack. The most, I would, I would, I would, and I think we could end it here. What's your take? Most depressing store in the mall, Radio Shack. Right now? No, when we were growing up. That was the no, most depressing you, store Radio in the Shack mall. Radio Shack is still depressing when you go, if you find if you find. Where the hell thing. have you seen one? Well, I, I don't know if there used to be a few here. They probably all closed down. I think they might be closed down. They, you would they, go to the mall and it was like, we had a place called Classy Kites that was like rock t-shirts and music posters and and. It was bright and colorful. And then there was another place called Kima's. It was like a t-shirt shop. And then there was like the record stores and all. Sam Goody was bright pink. Yeah. And then neon. you go into Radio Shack and yeah. it would have that industrial carpet. Radio Shack's just two people. Sprockets on bolts on the wall and yeah. shit. So Radio Shack, Radio Shack was for the nerd. Like for the Radio Shack, no one bought the newest tech at Radio Shack. Even though they sold it, it was always overpriced. You went to Radio Shack for two reasons. You were older. And you needed assistance or the things you were working with, you needed parts for. Right. That's really it. You go to get like the, those funky ass wires that you are going to use to splice something because you either know too little when you go into Radio Shack right. or you know too much. Right. You're a guy walking into Radio Shack being like, I want to look at your nuts, bolts, wires, and screws because I'm building a rocket bomb. Or you yes. walk in and you're like, I have a tube television and I need it to look better. Can someone here help yeah. me? It was never, it was a chore store. It was never a fun store. Radio Shack, you went in in the later years because I got to re-up on my stack of blank CDs or whatever. Well, that's what happened. I know. Yeah. And you, But you would go, it was never a thing you wanted to buy. It was a thing you had to buy. A and spindle, then, if you yeah. will. And you'd be like, 
God, man, this is twenty two ninety nine for ten. Yeah, come on, man. Like, yeah, it's like, dude, I it can go Circuit City right now. It just sucks. And get fifty for nine ninety nine. Fluorescent Do you lighting. Think I don't know that yeah. this exists elsewhere. They, they were disrespectful in that way, Radio Shack. The price points were disrespectful. Because nobody was going in there. It was a front. It was a front so you can go in there and buy a splice wire for $9.99 that allowed you to steal cable. It was a complete front. You either went in there because you knew what the fuck you were doing or you had no idea. There was no in-between. People like us in-between didn't find ourselves there for any reason. This but this can't be right, Pip. It is? No, no, this is their account, and they're now selling like NFTs and trolling with this horse shit. Wait, Radio Shack tweeted, is Pornhub down for anyone else? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this is the Radio Shack account. <laughs> and it only got 179. Oh, okay, no, it got. 2000, yeah. So they're like, we're, we're going to play games now. They're going full adult jokes. Wow. Pushing NFTs. I know. You know what? First time I'm applauding them for something. No, no. <laughs> no. Do you know they rebranded? This is like when, this is like when, like, when, when, like, Barry Manilow comes to the wind. This is like when Barry Manilow comes out with like a chain wallet on, and you're and he's like, "I'm cool now," <laughs> and you're like, "No, you're not. Just please, uh, just be Barry Manilow." Well, you know what they did? They they renamed themselves the Shack at one point. They had to I go back that. like Coke, no, like New Coke. Oh God! All right, folks, support Listen. the pod, baby. Subscribe to the No Press Channel on YouTube. Rate us on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. We 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 you know we say this because there's an easy free way to support us if you like it. Uh, merch is on sale right now at either of our websites, JoeDeRosaInfo.com, SavileCanoCounty.com. And that's it. My new dates are up. I said second shows added in Toronto, Hershey, Pennsylvania, and uh, Atlanta. Folks. All full dates on sale now. Joe DeRosa Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Go to Joe DeRosa Info for all my upcoming dates. I think next up is San Diego, early September, and then Somerville. Do uh, you remember? We, uh, we have... 21st uh, September. We have... Uh, we have... Oh, shout-outs, by the way. Thank you to all the Hellions out there from the We'll See You in Hell pod. Sold out both Thank shows. You, Can I do my plugs, please? Thank you. <laughs> Sold out both shows in five minutes. How fucking crazy is that? Where? For my other podcast. It maybe, yeah. Excellent. Where? Oh, oh. I mean, it's not a huge venue. It's the Black Cat. It's 50 seats, but still. That's good. awesome. Yeah, it feels nice. Black right, that, Cat. Dun, 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 that, that co-host, dun, dun, Pat, Pat Walsh. Living on the edge. He lets me do my plugs without die. singing. <laughs> uh, dates coming up. November or October will be in North Carolina. There's tons of shit happening. Oh, Carolina. Please, 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 please. Go, stop. Don't. Go to joeyrosesnyc.com. Come see us at Joey Roses. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 12 p.m. every day. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great taste buds. They come into the mic, talking about the food they hate, talking about the food they like. Two fools gonna fight, but only one food can be right. Taste.